was going down. Dope, dope. All right, cool. So, man, it started, I mean, growing up, I, my first time on stage was three. So my whole childhood, teenage years was dedicated to the arts. I went to performing arts school. At 18, I was like, all right, am I going to go to L.A.? and pursue you know my dancing and find my way into entertaining you even more or am I gonna go to college and I picked college so I can learn like the business side of things so I went to school in Jersey interned while I was in school interned in New York at Sony and then maybe two years later I got super burnt out it was over New York and I was like, man, I'm over music. I don't want to do anything involving music. Um, then I got an opportunity to move to Atlanta yeah. with AT&T. Now, I don't even remember applying. I feel like I just went on a binge of just applying to every job outside yeah. of New York. <laughs> and they responded. Got the job, moved to Atlanta. Supposed to be there only six months. Um, end up quitting AT&T and working for iHeart within those six months and then went from sales to uh, promotion programming and that's when I met Scream and was co-host on his show for a little bit Um, was around nothing but DJs and was like you know what I've done everything except this you know what I mean and maybe this is what I should be doing because my spirit was just calling me towards it so went out got the controller waited 59 days never touched the controller was like you know what maybe I'm not interested in it I'm gonna take it back went to guitar center could not return it like my spirit would not let me return it left with it Still didn't open it up until uh, Moran, shout out to Moran, him and I went to an event and uh, he was talking to someone and introduced me to them and he was like, yeah, she DJs. And I was like, you know, I'm not gonna say I don't. The guy was like, where, how long you been DJing? I was like, oh, two years. You know, I had never even took it out the box. Um, (laughs) He was like, dope, I have a festival. I'm gonna put you on a tab. And I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't really believe he was really going to do it. But like two weeks later, he texts me with my time. And the festival was a week from that time that he texted me. So, yeah, that's really how it started. I had to learn how to DJ in a week. Thank God I grew up in the arts and music. You know what I'm saying? So I already had the ear and did the festival. And it was up ever since. So fast forward to now. Um, well, was, a little you went a bit. What was like, what was your first controller that you bought from Guitar Center? Uh, DDJ SRs Pioneer, the Pioneers, nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was, as far as the, like the turntables, was those the, the industry standard size turntables or those are like the smaller ones? So, yeah, the uh, the SR is a controller. Um, so it's not the the basic one, like the hundred dollars one. It's yeah. like the next one up. So you know how it jumps from like I think a hundred, and then it goes like five ninety nine. Yeah. So I got that one. Where where? And when you performed at the the festival, did you use the same type of controller, or was it like 
a total different layout to where no i brought my own because again oh, okay, I, lit. I, was I was like right. damn because if they were put you on some, like some yeah, cd yeah. days you would have been looking lost man so yeah 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 uh no nah, i brought my own just because of that i'm like i just want to make sure i'm good yeah that's um, lit. how'd you find yeah. how long was your set my set was like 25 minutes and you already yeah. had like all your songs lined up what yeah kind of playlist did you it was like your first set had, yeah so i had the the song so in that week i was like damn what song will you know mix well with this and i would practice or whatever um so i had the playlist but i mixed live yeah okay you mixed it live that's what's up what genre Mm -hmm. was was it all hip-hop yeah hip-hop rap r&b yup yeah i always mix live like it's never like, it's no diss to anyone who doesn't, but I just feel like that takes the fun out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I enjoy it because I'll be bored just standing there if I wasn't doing something. So, Thanks. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you work so, at yeah. iHeart, you met DJ Scream. Mm-hmm. You having a background already in music and meeting someone like DJ Scream. Um, how what was that situation like? What was that encounter like? How did you follow up to where it was like, you know, you got in position. So I've heard I heard a scream before, um, but I wasn't like really familiar with all that he, he did. Because remember, I wasn't even in Atlanta. Um, yeah. So when he came in, he was one of the new personalities. And it was just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, what do you like? Because I was on the sales side. So it was like, all right, this is a new show. I'm thinking like, how can I pitch him to advertisers so people will want to invest in the slots? Um, But me and him, I was like, damn, he's really cool. And then one night, randomly, the SVP at the time had emailed me asking if I ever considered being on air. So that put the, um, the thought in my mind, like, okay, dang, I never did, but shoot, why not? Like, I'm here. I'm open to whatever and so Moran was working on Scream Show as well and I would go to the station early to learn the boards and then after like like, I think Scream I think the show started at 7 but I would be there like 5.30 yeah yeah I was it was a grind I get in the morning learn the boards and then in the evening be one of the co-hosts on his show um but the experience was dope i mean he's mad cool he's very very smart so just learning from him watching him even him starting radio it was just like man like the growth that happened in such a short time you can do nothing but get inspired um but when i started djing i went to him and was like hey can you teach me how to dj and he was like no Straight up, and I was huh? like, damn, up, right? Plain answer. He was like, no, because then you'll DJ like me. And that was the best advice I feel like that I've gotten in my DJing career. It's just like, damn, that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Like, and that forced me to be like, all right, I got to learn myself. So I literally am self-taught. That's, that's lit. How'd you find yourself? Yeah. Like, who inspired, what DJs inspired you out there? None. That's the crazy part, people, because I never aspired growing up to be a DJ. Like, it wasn't something that 
I've, you know, oh my God, yeah. It, it kind of just happened, you know what I mean? It's like, damn, I love music. Um, I know music. I'm just going to do it. Like, I've never studied a DJ. That probably sounds so bad to, like, all the OGs and shit, but, yeah. you know. I mean, I know I, you looked up some I, tutorials, I never, though, like, on YouTube and so No, like that. that's the crazy, and I feel like I probably should have. I, I didn't. That's I just insane. literally played around with it and it was just like Moran came over a few times to just tell me like I had questions like okay yeah no this is what this does y'all that rule but I never looked at a tutorial or nothing it was just like hands-on like I'm just gonna learn as I go hell yeah so let's fast forward you did your first festival Mm -hmm. and then what happened from there and then I got booked for another festival and then I linked up with a booking agent and she was putting me on stuff. And then I got booked for another festival in Miami. Um, and then I did a tailgate for the WNBA team in Atlanta. And I feel like that was the turning point in my career because that tailgate led me to being their official DJ, which then led me to being recruited by Georgia Tech to be their DJ, and then Globe Charters. So it, it's interesting how all of that led to one another, and I had no idea based off of that tailgate. All yeah. right, all right. So just to be clear, you're like the official DJ for the Harlem Globe Charters, right? Yep, the first yeah, one ever. You said the first yeah. female. Yeah. That's insane. Yes. So, yes. Thank you. It's it's definitely, you know, a blessing to just be able to open the door for more of us to come in here and dominate, you know? Hell yeah. What did you feel like? What's your set list like when you're out there playing for them? Like, do every player (laughs) have their own style and their own song they want to come out to and do the tricks to? Or you just kind of fill out the vibes and... Yeah, I feel out the vibe for sure. Um, because, and I tell people, it's really any sport, like you, if you DJ for a sporting event, it's so many different types of people there. So nice. you really have to cater to everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's really damn near like director of music because it's like, DJ, you know what I'm saying? When you when people think DJs, it's just like, all right, they're just playing music. But in this role, I have to look at everyone. It's like a six-year-old kid, you know, white, and then it's probably like teenager, black teenagers to like old 80, like 85 plus white. You know what I mean? And it's just like I have to, then it's like a span, like it's just so diverse, and I have to cater to everyone. So every day is different. I really just scope out the crowd. Like I play, I play some of the same songs all the time because those are like top 40 number one songs that okay, everyone should know. I may throw in some Michaels, like who doesn't like Michael? You know what I mean? But hell yeah. I'm a I'ma throw in a country song if I feel like all right, I feel like a lot of people in here listen to country. <laughs> Straight up, you just like country. Yeah, I'll okay. yo, I'll go from a hip hop trap song 
And I transition right into a country song. I come out of a country song, go right into a kid's bop, go right into a reggae song, and go into a top 40. Like, it's really, like, jumping. It's, it's not consistently one genre of music. Nah, it can't. Correct. It can't be. Mm-hmm. You have your one guarantee artist that you type in though when you know it's like it's gonna turn it up. Like you know, like it, the artist got a guarantee turn up no matter what song it is, your go-to artist that you play. I mean you in those situations, I, I Michael, Michael don't stop to get enough that everybody yeah, yeah. like even if it's just like when they just hit that beat. <laughs> like they get excited and it's just like it's safe it's a safe record too because older people love it kids who don't even know who he is what they listen to love it because the beat is just that dope um and then like because our age we know what it is so yeah thanks mm-hmm. you on tnt mm-hmm. hey so um i got a game that i play on my show right and it's okay. like 21 question game we ask you questions and you just answer them to the best of your ability short answer questions um, okay all right so the first one is <laughs> smash mary kill and it's called what smash mary kill okay you, you gotta smash one kill one and marry one is hypothetically though all right um and the nominees are uh let's go with young thug mm-hmm um Travis Scott mm-hmm. and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. I would marry Kendrick Lamar. I would probably smash. Probably smash. Travis and kill thug. <laughs> where, where? Hey, what's your favorite social media? Snapchat, Snapchat, Instagram, or um, TikTok? Um, I like TikTok. Or, it's fun. Yeah. Mainstream or underground music? Underground. Singles or albums? Ooh, depends on who's. Majors or uh, independent? Independent. Podcast or radio? Podcast. Come on. Friday the Leo Friday. Black Show, duh. 